It's a magnificent Monday here on Declare Victory. This is Prosperous Pam, who's on the line. Good morning, it's Susie. Good morning, Susie. Good Happy morning. Monday. Happy Monday to you as well. Have a wonderful and God-filled day. You too. So Thank you far. so much. Thank you. Good morning, Yvonne. And God is good all the time. Amen. Yes. Wonderful to hear your sound this morning. Is there anyone else on the line who'd like to say good morning? Good morning, it's Brother Michael. Good morning, Brother Michael. Good morning. Happy Monday. Happy Monday to you. Thanks for calling in. Thank you. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Prosperous Pam. I am your greeter this morning on this blessed, beautiful morning. Anyone else on the line who'd like to say hello? Welcome to Declare Victory. It's a magnificent Monday. Anyone on the line would like to say good morning? Is there anyone else on the line who's joined the call? This is Declare Victory. It's a magnificent Monday. Anyone like to say good morning? Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Prosperous Pam. Is there anyone else joining the line who'd like to say good morning? Hey, Prosperous, how you doing? It's Hi, Mona. Sister Mona. How, how are you, Mona? I'm good. A little hoarse. Love my your little, sound, my... though. Yeah, thank you. Love your well, voice. Welcome to the call. Thank you. Is there anyone else who joined the line who'd like to say good morning? Good morning, Pastor Pam. This is Rochelle. Happy Monday. Good morning, Rochelle. Happy Monday. Great to hear your sound. Beautiful. Have a beautiful, blessed day. You too. Is there anyone else who's joined the line who'd like to say good morning? Sorry, I hope I just had some coffee. I hope that didn't come all the way through the airlines. 
Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Prosperous Pam. Anyone on the line like to say good morning? Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone joined the line who'd like to say good morning? This is Prosperous Pam, your greeter this morning on this magnificent Monday. Welcome to the Claire Victory. This is Prosperous Pam. I am your greeter this morning. Is there anyone who's joined the line who would like to say hello? Good morning, Barbara Adelodi. God bless. Good morning, Barbara Adelodi. God bless you. Have a blessed and wonderful day. Is that prosperous, Pam? This is Prosperous Pam. You too, girl. You have a wonderful day. You too. Great to hear your sound. Have a blessed day, Barbara. Yes, ma'am. Okay, well, it's almost time to get started. Is there anyone else who'd like to say good morning before we get started? Okay, well, before we move forward, we ask that you mute your line so that we can proceed. Hello, my name is Prosperous Pam and I am your hostess. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday starting at 6 a.m. Pacific time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed too. Be sure to join us daily in July for the monthly theme entitled Wisdom. Our wonderful and gifted declarers will definitely bless you. There are no announcements today. There were no prayer requests submitted via the app. The order of the call is prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Yolandra. The declaration will be brought by Pamela Jordan. Then we will go right into closing comments posted by the declarer. I'll repeat, prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Yolandra. The declaration will be brought by Pamela Jordan. Then we will go right into closing comments hosted by the declarer, Pamela Jordan. The scripture today is Proverbs 19.20. Listen to advice and accept discipline. And at the end, you will be counted among the wise. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask that you put your phones on mute until instructed to come off of mute. I now pass the call to the prayer warrior. Have a blessed day, everyone. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father God, yet for another wonderful, magnificent day. Lord God, we honor you. We worship you, Lord, because you are worthy and only you, Lord God. 
Only you, Lord, do we uh, put our hope, Lord, and our dependence and our trust, Lord God, and our cares and our burdens, Lord God. Only you, Lord God, can suffer for us, Lord God. Only you, Lord God, uh, shed your blood for our lives, Lord Jesus. Only you woke us up this morning, Lord God, fully clothed in our right minds, Lord God, with an attitude of worship. Lord God, so we bless your magnificent name. God, we recognize who you are. We ask, Lord God, that you will forgive us for anything that we've done or said or thought, Lord God, that was unlike you. We ask, Jesus, that you will cleanse our hearts, Lord God, that you will dwell within us, Lord God, and um, direct us with the Holy Spirit, Lord God, and pray, Lord God, that we are obedient enough to quiet ourselves, Lord Jesus, to um, um, obey your word, Lord God, to humble ourselves, Lord God, to be uh, worthy, Lord God, because we're not worthy, Lord Jesus. We are just unworthy, but you love us anyway. And we are grateful, Jesus. We are grateful, Lord God, that you love us enough, that you're patient and kind, Lord God, that when we're lost, one of us, Lord God, you will leave the flock and come for us, Lord God. When we are prodigal, Lord God, when we are lost, Lord Jesus, that you you, God, will take us back into the fold, Lord God, and celebrate, Lord God, that when one person gives their lives to you, Lord God, all of heaven uh, celebrates, Lord God. We bless your magnificent name. God, I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice, Lord God, that we will honor you this day, that we will think upon you this day, that we will talk to you, Lord God, as a friend, this day, Lord God, that the declaration that will come forth, Lord God, will be a revelation, Lord God, into our spirits, Lord God, that it will open us up even more, even all the more, Lord God, to your word and your way and your desire for our lives. Lord God, we pray for those who don't know you, Lord God, for those who are lost, Lord God, for those who are struggling, Lord God, for those who are struggling, Jesus, there are those who want to know you, Lord God, but they don't want to know you enough. God, we pray that we will, you will cause them to stumble and say, what must I do to be saved? Lord God, we know the sweetness of your presence. We know, Lord God, the power of you when you are in our lives. Lord God, we pray for this world and world situations, Lord God. We pray, Lord God, for this COVID, for this pandemic, Lord God, that you have the last say, Lord God, that no man can estimate a project, Lord God, what it's going to be, Lord God. You have the final say. We thank you for keeping us safe and COVID-free. God, we pray for those who have been afflicted and affected. We pray for those who have lost loved ones. We pray for the souls of those who have gone on. Lord God, we bless your name in the good times, in the bad times, Lord God, in the valley and on the hilltop, God. We praise your name. Jesus, I love you. I thank you so much, God, because you have pulled me through time and time again. And even when it feels like you're not here, God, yet you are, Lord God. You are the great I am, Lord God. You are, God, the Lamb of God. You 
are God, El Shaddai, El Shaddai, Lord God. You are Yahshua, Lord God. Oh, God, Jehovah, Jireh, God, you are everything that we need. And I believe that, Jesus. Hallelujah. Because it says so in your word, Lord God. You love humility, Lord Jesus. Lord God, your word says that you will give honor. Uh, Humility goes before honor, Lord God. It says you will give us wisdom, Lord God. With the humble is wisdom. That's in Proverbs 11, 2, Lord God. And, Lord God, you said you will give us direction, Lord God. That's wisdom, Jesus. He teaches the humble his way. And that's Psalms 25 and 9, Lord God. So I just thank you, God, for all that you are, Lord God. I thank you for my feet. I thank you for my shower. I thank you for my home. Lord God, I thank you for my job. Lord God, we just thank you for the smallest of things, Lord God, that we take for granted, that we think we just deserve, Lord God. We deserve nothing. We are wretches, Lord God, until you Mm -hmm. came, Lord God, and showered your love upon us, Lord God, and showed us your way, Lord God. I just bless your name. I thank you this day, Lord Jesus. Blessed be thy name, Lord God. You are worthy to be praised, Lord God. You deserve praise, Lord God. You love praise, Lord God. You love it when we honor you, Lord God. And when we seek your face, God, you will make yourself known, God, to those who seek you, God. You are here, Jesus. I bless your name this morning. I pray for everyone, Lord God, under the sound of my voice and their families. May this prayer go and extend to the second and third and fourth degree, Lord God. May you bless us as we go about today on the highways and byways. Will you keep us from our hurt, harm, and danger, Lord God? Will you keep us COVID-free, Lord God? Will you keep us on your, keep you on our mind, Lord God? Blessed be thy name. Bless, declare victory, Lord Jesus. Bless those who are suffering, Lord God, those who are homeless, those who don't know you, Lord God. We honor your name this morning. I call you the lover of my soul. You are my strong tower, Jesus. When I run to you, Lord God, I am safe in your arms, God. I just honor you this morning. Thank you for delivering me out of the mess that I was in. God, thank you for lifting my spirit. God, I was so low. Oh, God, but when I called out to you, Jesus, you, you, Lord God, you, only you. So as we take our phones off the mute, Lord God, and honor you um, in um a collective prayer, Jesus, we just pray that our prayers go up to you like a sweet aroma, Lord God, that you will honor our praises, Lord God, that you will honor our requests, Lord God, that you will come to us, Lord God, that you will make yourself known, Lord God, that you will answer our prayers, Lord God. Oh, God, we bless your name. You are great, 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 and we thank you to the Lord God. I pray for the lost, Lord God. I pray for the 
Pamela Jordan, if you're speaking, we cannot hear you. Oh, I'm sorry. I had it on mute. I'm just praying away. Lord, forgive me. Lord Jesus, Lord God, I just pray, Lord Jesus, that we are your people. We are called by your name, Jesus. We have humbled ourselves, Lord God. We seek your pray, your face. We turn from our wicked ways, Lord God, and we ask, Lord God, that you will heal the land. We pray, Lord God, that you have accepted every prayer, every petition, every praise that is acceptable unto you, Lord God. Bless your people. Keep us this day. Keep our minds stayed on you, Lord God. Bless the uh, declarer that's coming forth, Pamela Jordan, Lord God, and we love you, God, and we thank you, God, for loving us first. All these things I pray in the magnificent name of my Father, Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior, King of kings and Lord of lords. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Good morning. Good morning. Um, this morning, I'd like to um, just thank all of those who participated, um, our greeter, um, I believe it was Prosperous Pam, I hope I got that right, um, and um, the one who um, prayed for us this morning, um, just an amazing, amazing uh, prayer, the way God was just lifted up and just took us on to higher heights. Um, just want to thank you all for joining us this morning. And uh, this month, we've been focusing on wisdom. And today, um, I'd like to talk a little bit about the benefits of living a life of God's wisdom. And the scripture reference that I will be coming from uh, for today's declaration will be found in Proverbs 4. Uh, verses, uh, verse 7, and I'll be reading from the New King James Version. Um, Wisdom is the principal thing, 
Therefore, get wisdom, and all you're getting, get understanding. Now, wisdom is so crucial to a believer's life that a whole book of the Bible was devoted to it. Um, Proverbs reminds us that we should seek wisdom from God, and we're happy when we find true wisdom. But where do we find wisdom? Well, we find wisdom through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and everything that God has given us, um, his living word, um, the Bible, uh, by praying, the Holy Spirit who dwells within us, uh, people who speak wisdom over us. Um, now think about the last few dis difficult decisions that you've had to make. Um, did you make them based on your own wisdom, based on past experience and emotion? Or did you go before God and ask him for his wisdom? God's word um, teaches us that wisdom is the number one thing that we should pursue in life. Not our human wisdom, not our human abilities, but that wisdom that comes from God. So how do we get God's wisdom? How can we know the difference between God's wisdom and just natural wisdom? And why is wisdom so important for us to have? Believe it or not, but the Bible has a great deal to say about what wisdom is. Um, did you know that wisdom has a real voice that's calling out to us? And instead of wearing ourselves out in this pursuit of success or worldly success, once we understand the power of prioritizing wisdom, we will see our way through success and fulfilling life through Jesus Christ. Rather than trying to get rich, we need to get wisdom. Now, one of the wisest and richest men in history said it this way in Proverbs 23, verse 4. He says, don't wear yourself out trying to get rich. Be wise enough to know when to quit. You see, God desires to bless us. And it's not a question of when he's going to bless us because God can build our lives so much. But we can tear it down through a lack of wisdom. And even though God is able to restore what has been stolen or lost to us, without wisdom, whatever we make can be torn down. In fact, in Proverbs 14, verse 1, it tells us that a wise woman builds her house, her home, but a foolish woman tears it down with her own hands. Now, while there's nothing wrong with wanting to get ahead in life, <laughs> the key is to make sure that we are making uh, the correct 
priorities in our life that um, we're putting God first. Otherwise, life will have a way of unraveling. Uh, I remember back in 2004, um, I was working as a professor and a dean of students at a local uh, Bible college seminary in Oakland. And I was, um, you know, really doing well financially. Um, and so my girlfriend and I decided to go into business together. And we decided to start um, flipping houses and doing real estate investments. We started this company. When we started it, we were extremely cautious. In fact, every purchase that we began before making one, we would um, do our due diligence. We would pray over every deal before we invested. And after the first year, we were making so much money. I mean, it was just amazing. And after two and a half years, it's like our net worth um, was somewhere around like 3.5 million that we had made. And it was like crazy the kind of money that we were making. Um, we had three rental properties in Richmond. Um, we had um, two fourplexes in Berkeley that um, we were renting out. And then all of a sudden something began to happen. We started kind of getting a little laxed in our property selections. We uh, no longer were, you know, gathering um, each morning and praying over each deal. Um, we just kind of became very lax because we felt that we were getting so successful and overconfident in our ability. We basically got cocky about it. You know, we felt like we could find profitable properties, you know, in our sleep. Um, the bottom line, we just got greedy. And rather than starting to seek wisdom for God, we were uh, basically becoming very selfish. Um, we became very greedy. Um, I think there are probably a couple of deals that, you know, we jumped in on without even seeing them. I mean, it was like sight unseen. Um, and by the end of our third year, we decided to make um, one of the biggest investments we had ever conducted, which was like insane. Um, we decided to, you know, basically roll the dice on this one deal. And looking back on it, this deal was completely insane. I mean, I don't even know what we were thinking. Without thinking, we literally jumped in it to this deal. We didn't pray about it. Um, we went in and we decided to draw all the equity out of all of our properties so that we could get a loan on this property, one of the largest investments that we had done. And we got approved to purchase this 15-unit motel um, just outside of Berkeley, and we were going to convert it into these one and two bedroom condos. And before we could even begin the reconstruction phase of these, uh, this 15 unit motel, we out of nowhere, it's like the 2007, 2008 um, real estate bubble, like literally busted. <laughs> and within three months, we found ourselves upside down in our property. We were in major debt with the uh, bank. 
with creditors, with contractors, with um, electricians, you name it. Um, and I just found myself shutting down. I mean, I literally went into like severe depression. I mean, it was horrible. Um, and it was all because we chose not to pray and seek God's wisdom. We literally tore down our house with our own hands due to our greed. Now, no matter what you're doing, trying to get what you want or need in this life, the answer is to make sure that we change our focus from selfishness, greed, and instead get wisdom. And this often means that you have to shift your change of uh, thinking and your change in living because we need wisdom from God as believers to live our lives. But let's start from the beginning. Um, let's get an understanding of where God's wisdom began um, and where we need to start as Christians. Um, Solomon leaves no doubt as to where wisdom began. And he tells us in Proverbs 9, verse 10, um, he says, fear, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. And so the fear of the Lord, not a cowering type of fear, but it's like this awe-filled reverence for God. Basically, if you fear God, you have to decide in your heart that nothing is more important than knowing who he is. Because ultimately, blessings will come to those who build your life on this foundation of obedience to God and reverence to God. Are you prepared to put God first with your time, with your commitment, with your finance, with your passion, with the calling that you have? Are you prepared to say yes to God with all your heart and prepare, uh, apply the wisdom that he has given us to our life, our daily life? Now, when we do this, we can expect victory over oppositions. We will expect blessing and prosperity, and increasing influence and abiding peace. You see, that's where we failed. We failed to put God first. My girlfriend and I, yes, we were tithing into the ministry that we were involved in, but I'm not talking about putting him uh, first in our finances, but I'm talking about, you know, we need to put God first in our life when it comes to um, seeking his wisdom and being obedient to him. Now, originally, we put him first in our biz business dealings and our business plans, but later we failed to. We failed to commit and be obedient to God in all of our daily dealings because to practice true commitment and wisdom, one must be obedient to God because the wisdom of God comes out of our obedience. 
as you read the, the Bible, the role of obedience and disobedience is determ- and determining the blessing of God becomes more and more obvious. It began with Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden. And when they were disobedient, when they were obedient, they lived in blessing and peace. They lived in abundance. But when they were disobedient, they brought a curse upon them and upon the earth. And they forfeit the blessing that God had given them. It continued on through their sons and Cain and Abel. One was obedient and one was disobedient. And that played on. Um, That played out accordingly. And then it went on to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, whose obedience brought promise to Israel. But when there was disobedience, there was this unwanted consequences that they endured. And then remember what happened to Joseph. When Joseph put God first, despite the most challenging circumstances in his life, it was then that there was great prosperity that came to Israel, despite the famine. Now, throughout the Bible, the principles of, 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 of obedience to God, that obedience to God attracts blessing, while disobedience brings about trouble and suffering. And without fail, we can begin to see the fortunes of Israel rise and fall in line with the obedience or disobedience of its rulers. Now the lesson's clear that if we want to live with God's abundance and blessing, we need his wisdom to teach us the difference between obedience and disobedience. In other words, we need to know what pleases God and what displeases him. Now at its root, Obedience is trust. It's a trust issue. You see, obedience is evidence that we must trust God with all our heart, our mind, and our soul. Because if we don't trust God, we'll suffer and we'll struggle to obey him. Because a lack of trust is a lack of wisdom. And wisdom is what will make a way for us. Now, in Isaiah 50, verse 10, it says, Who among you fears the Lord? Who obeys the voice of his servant? Who walks in darkness and has no light? Let him trust in the name of the Lord and rely upon his God. Now, despite Samuel's plea, Saul disobeyed God by overstepping his bounds and consequently Samuel advised Saul that obedience is more than important than sacrifice. The sacrifice is saying that no to yourself when we sacrifice but obedience is saying yes to God 
And the thing is, is that when we make sacrifices without God being involved at all, it's not, it's not to say that sacrifice is wrong, but rather that our obedience is better than that sacrifice because God is looking for our obedience. Now, many Christians resist the ideal of obedience because they kind of see this as this um, outdated Old Testament principle that's under the law, but Jesus exemplified obedience to his father. And in doing it, he made a way for us to live under this new covenant of grace. However, nowhere in the Bible will you find that God approves of disobedience to him. So by saying yes to Jesus, and accepting him as our Lord and Savior over our lives, it's a way to life's victory, and it's a path to wisdom in a life of dis- uh, in, in a life of obedience to God and submission to Him. Yes, God desires that we use good judgment in this in our lives. But you might be asking, what's good judgment? Now, looking back over my life, I realized that it's so important that God's grace has been a part of my life because if it weren't for God's grace, um, I would have gone through so much <laughs> challenges in, uh, in my life. And I recognized the role of endurance and determination and making the right choice, but it didn't mean that I didn't make mistakes because I did. I mean, I just shared times when I made drastic mistakes along the way. Nevertheless, um, the consistent pursuit of godly wisdom and good judgment overshadowed with God's grace has uh, enabled me um, in my life overall and it's given me the ability to make wise decisions now that have allowed me to prosper. Now, through seeking God's wisdom, it's allowed me to accomplish things far beyond anything I could have imagined all those years ago. Um, even after learning my lesson in 2008, I want us to think about the part that godly wisdom or the lack of it has played in your life and how does it affect your financial decision, your relationships, your career, or your achievements. And if you're young and have big dreams, don't underestimate the importance of seeking God's wisdom and making good judgment and making sure that you frame and build your life's choice through, through, through difficult times, no matter what happens. Once you put God first and seek his wisdom, you will see your plans come to, pro, uh, come to pass. In Proverbs 9, verse 10 through 12, it says, 
fear of the Lord is the foundation of wisdom. Knowledge of the Holy One results in good judgment. Wisdom will multiply your days and add years to your life. And if you become wise, you will be the one to benefit. If you scorn wisdom, you will be the one who will surely suffer. You see, God will freely give his wisdom to us without reproach. And if you just ask him, and it says that his wisdom will multiply your days and your lives, the years of your life. If you could see the path ahead and the fruit of wisdom that can come, wouldn't you want every area of your life permeated with wisdom? Proverbs 9, verses 11 and 12 says that it's through me, Lady Wisdom, that your life deepens and the years of your life ripen. Live wisely and wisdom will permeate your life. Mock life and life will mock you. So, if we listen to Lady Wisdom, our lives will be deepened, and over time, it will prosper and improve. And that doesn't mean that you won't have challenges or oppositions in your life, but it does mean that you will have that promise of God of ongoing victory over every opposition that comes. Because God wants to open doors for us. He wants to make a way in our life to help us understand that we must exercise good judgment in everything we do. Because if we don't apply wisdom principles to our lives, such as obedience to God and humiliation, humility and uh, waiting upon God's timing, our path will meet in disappointments. For in Proverbs 8, verse 12, it tells us that I, wisdom, live together with good judgment. I know where to discover knowledge and discernment. Wisdom means trusting and allowing God, trusting God and allowing good judgment to make a way for you. You see, the bottom line is that God wants you to know that when you come to crossroads in life, he wants us to know what to choose. Will you choose wisdom or will you choose the foolishness of the world? Because the life is filled with crossroads, decisions and choices that we must make. Which way will you go? Big decisions such as um, moving to a, a new house or or changing careers or relocation to a different city or, or a country, who to marry, whether you want to start a business or just doing what's right when no one is even looking. We need God's wisdom to make good choices, especially when the outcomes aren't obvious for us or easily seen. 
Proverbs 8 goes on to say verse in verse 1 and 2 says, listen as wisdom calls out. Hear as understanding raises her voice. On the hilltop along the road, she takes her stand at the crossroads. You see, wisdom is characterized as a lady or a righteous woman who is ready and waiting, calling out on every highway and every byway for anyone who will listen to her. Wisdom's instruction is clear and her truth is undeniable and her judgment is sound. In the first nine chapters of Proverbs, um, it spends a lot of time um, contrasting the characters of Lady Wisdom or Dame Wisdom and Madam Folly, or rather Madam Foolish. <laughs> and even though these women are personifications and not actual women, it's uh, just as true that the flirtation or the flynn of Madame Folly is equally devastating as any illegitimate friend or associate because it's Madame Folly's goal is to lead you astray and persuade you to make foolish choices and completely shipwreck your lives. She tries to lead you to compulsive or rational decision to set you on a destructive course. Just like King Saul, too often people take matters into their own hands and react impulsively, stepping into situations or relationships without any regard to wisdom, just as my girlfriend and I did when we were purchasing all those houses. I mean, how many of us have experienced that? I'm, I'm sure none of us on this call have, right? <laughs> Except for me, right? Uh, subsequently, they're faced with years of consequences and desperate attempts to put their lives back together. I know for us, it took years before we were able to uh, recoup all of those laughs. Madam Folly talks about these uh, comfort-driven driven decisions. She makes decisions that succumbs to temptation without any regard to counsel or consequences. We need to make sure that we don't make short-sighted decisions, underestimating uh, the impact they will have on us or others, because foolish decisions will mess up our life completely. It'll cause us to tear down those houses with our own hands. It'll cause us not to know which decision to make or what path to go. We need to always make sure that we cry out to God in those times and ask him for his wisdom. We must remember that God promises to give us wisdom without any questions. So. Why wouldn't we ask him? We must never misunderestimate the need for wisdom at every crossroad in our lives. For in Proverbs 
chapter 8, verse 17, it tells us that I love all who love me, and those who search will surely find me. So wisdom, it, it says that the wise believer will reap the harvest, the blessing, a blessing. But the Bible tells us that there are rewards for wisdom. In fact, in the first nine chapters of Proverbs, it also is filled with verses that speak about the rewards of wisdom, especially the connection to blessings, enduring wealth and riches, honor, long life, and success for those who seek wisdom. Maybe you think they're referring to spiritual blessings and and riches that are reserved for heaven. But no, that's not the case. Because when we're in heaven, we won't need these things uh, such as wealth or long life. (laughs) But if you don't have this uh, true revelation of God's purpose for your life here on earth, you won't really appreciate why these rewards and blessings are necessary while you're here on earth. On the other hand, scripture consistently contrasts the themes of being constant enough with God's desire to bring abundance of blessings to us. In fact, Paul talks about that, living an abundant life. Now, these ideals are not contradictory. In fact, um, Paul says it in 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 9, verse 8. In 2 Corinthians 9, verse 8, and it says, God is able to make all grace abound towards you, that you always having all sufficiency in all things may have the abundance for every good work. You see, Paul gives us this concise picture of this relationship between sufficiency and abundance, both are for us as believers and both are for us, uh, for, for our lives and the purpose that he has for our lives. And actually, the Applied Bible, I actually love reading the Applied Bible because it really gives you more detail. Um, And it reads, and God is able to make all grace, every slave favor and earthly blessing come to you in abundance so that you may always and under any circumstance and whatever the need is, be self-sufficient, possessing enough to acquire no aid or support, and furnish in abundance for every good work and charitable donation. Wow. (laughs) Paul makes it clear that this sufficiency is God's favor. Um, Hold on one second. I got lost. Um, Paul makes it clear that this sufficiency is God's favor and blessing 
through his grace so that no matter what, uh, we won't even have to require any help or support, uh, support from any person because this sufficiency will come in like this overflow for every good work and nothing is overlooked and nobody misses out. In other words, we can live blessed lives when we move, speak, and live according to God's wisdom. So what does it mean to us? It means that while we're content in this life, we must understand that this life has a greater purpose and that our overflow and abundance is meant to bless us and to allow us to enable us to spread the gospel so that we can be able to uh, um, reach thousands. It, it means that it will position ourselves, that it will allow us to give and to contribute to every good work through the kingdom of God. For when we care about our purpose and calling, we won't have a problem with the idea of God blessing us because we'll come to an understanding that that blessing is allow us and enable us to fulfill the purpose in our life that God has for us. In fact, in Second Timothy verse chapter one verse nine, it says that God, who has saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to the purpose and grace which is given to us through Christ Jesus before time began. You see, God saved all of us for a specific purpose, and he called us for a specific purpose, and he has graced us for our purpose. And this is why every one of us on this call needs to get this revelation of wisdom and believe to see wisdom fulfilled in our lives so that the fruit of wisdom that the Bible consistently teaches us will become a reality in our lives so that we will be blessed abundantly. Yes, we must get wisdom. Father God, we've realized the importance of building our lives around your wisdom and that means putting you first in every way, God. That means to be obedient to you, God. It means, you know, living this life of obedience, God. I know that your word and your will for our life, God, God, that you want to bless us, God, abundantly. And I pray, Lord, that your Holy Spirit will lead and guide us as we pursue your wisdom, God, as we move forward from this day, God. For Lord, you said that anyone lacks wisdom, God, that all we have to do is ask you for it, God, and that you would provide it and give it to us, God. I pray, Lord, that you would help us to understand the importance, God, of, of good judgment and, and wisdom, God. And I pray, Lord, that you would help us to develop humility and patience, God, and a desire to please you at all with times, God. God, I pray that your wisdom, God, God would lead us and direct us, God, in every step that we make, God, as you order our steps, God. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.
Amen. I'd like to open the call now up for those who'd like to say good morning and did not have the opportunity to um, to be greeted this morning. Good morning, Sister Tracy. Thank you for that amazing declaration. Good morning, Sister Tracy. Good morning, it's Tanya. That was awesome, awesome declaration. Thank you. Thank you, Tanya. Amen. Is there anyone else who'd like to say good morning? Good morning. This is Sister Pat. Good morning, Sister Wonderful Pat. Wonderful declaration. Thank you so much. Praise God. Um, is there anyone else who'd like to say good morning? Good morning. Hi, good morning. It's Lisa Renee. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Lisa Renee. I'm sorry, who was that? Good morning, Good morning. Is there anyone else who'd like to say good morning or who has a question or comment about the declaration this morning? Good morning, Vicky family. God bless you all this morning. Good morning. Is there anyone who has um, a comment or a question or regarding um, the declaration or would just like to say good morning? Good morning, Pam. This is Rochelle again. I just want to say awesome declaration and thank you. This month um, <clears throat> is so enlightening and it keeps our eyes open um, and our hearts to receive the understanding of how important it is for wisdom in all areas of our life, from the smallest to the largest, to, you know, eat what we eat, what's good for our body, what's good for our, you know, as you said, our financial deals, our family members. Um, thank you for just helping us for the benefits and, and being transparent and, and um, you know, telling us how good it starts out and what can happen if, you know, you don't keep your, your eyes to, you know, asking for God's wisdom. So be blessed and uh, be covered with wisdom. Thank you. Have a blessed day. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, because, you know, you're right. It's like we we thought we had it made like we just thought we were rolling you know um you know we had no idea um you know that this real estate bubble was going to burst and you know um not only that but you know when we went back and we started really talking about you know what the way we were doing our deals you know we began to realize that, you know, there had been a point like after, you know, the second year where we were just not sticking to our initial agreement where everything was going to be prayed about and God was going to lead us every way, every step of the way. It's like we just started taking things to our own hands and doing everything on our own and just completely lost sight of God, you know, yeah, we were tithing, but, you know, we just did not, you know, we were being extremely, 
um, greedy and selfish and, you know, self, um, you know, trying to gain as much as we could, um, self-seeking, where, you know, we just completely left God out of the loop. Um, and I'm not saying that's why 2007 and 8 happened. It, it Something would have happened eventually, um, no doubt, but um, it was probably inevitable because of the loans that the banks were doing that 2008 would have happened. But um, had we stopped and really sought God, he probably would have, I, I know he would have stopped us. He would have, you know, um, caused us to pause and not, you know, be so zealous in our dealings. Um, but we were just, you know, really, um, like I said, I think a lot of it was just greed, out of greed. Um, is anyone else um, like to share? Hi, Pamela. Oh, yeah, I'm going to stay back. I'll go, I'll go later. Okay, Moni. Uh, go ahead. Good Who was the first? <laughs> go one. ahead, please. Uh, no, go ahead. What 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 were you gonna say? Who is this? This is Krishana. Um, I thought someone else was speaking. I really enjoyed your declaration um, this morning. Um, such a timely and just straightforward we need to ask god and um i have some decisions well we all we all do right every single day where we need to seek wisdom but it was just perfect timing for me to hear this word and so i'm grateful for your transparency i'm so grateful honestly for your wisdom um, and I uh, pray that God richly blesses you for, for your share. Thank you so much. God bless. Amen. Thank you. Um, Moni? Was that Moni who was? Oh, no, it was Prosperous Pam. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, um, I just wanted to echo what Krishanda said and in addition to that it's like wow you um I love your sharing now I'm just so excited um since I've been doing the greeting I get to hear I've hearing you I don't know where I've been on Mondays but you're it's just always blessed me your um teaching and it is that still that like storybook like I'm sitting at the edge of the bed listening to someone read me a story and when you were talking about um you and your friend that was around the same time you know with the whole real estate thing God bless me the big takeaway that I took from your message was continue to seek God first. And, and like, I have a decision and it is, it's so minuscule to most people, but for me, it's something I'm taking to God because I want to make sure that I do the right thing. And I already know I'm going to, he's going to have me do the right thing. He's going to continue to speak to me on what to do the right thing, but it's so easy to get, um, you know, caught up in our day to day. And that's why it's just, I'm so glad for Declare Victory. We can wake up in the morning and be reminded of the importance and how easy it is to kind of go away. I had a place too, um, a little rental in Arizona around that same time because <clears throat> everyone was doing something. It felt like, you know, it was an excited time for real estate and people were doing things. I just wanted to get, try a little rental place thinking I might retire somewhere. I've always thought about retiring. And, um, 
because I sought God first, he, he stopped. I, had, I, I purchased it. I rented it out, but he knew exactly when I needed to sell it. I know it's God. I was like thinking God knew exactly why it went that way, why at the time I didn't rent it out. You know, he told me to sell it, and then things went down. Like, and he's continued to do that with me as long as I seek him first. And um, he's just so amazing. So just thank you for that reminder to seek God's wisdom, seek him first. And um, it's easy to get sidetracked as we're just doing our day-to-day. We just have to keep our eyes on him. So thank you so much for that wonderful message. That was my takeaway. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. You're absolutely right because um, sometimes we think that, you know, it's an imposition to ask God. It's kind of like, oh, I don't want to bother God about this. I've got it, you know. Like, I can handle this. This is not something big. Like, I could do this in my sleep. But you know, no, God wants us to uh, seek him every day. He wants us to, you know, um, develop that relationship where, you know, he's not only just our father, but, you know, I I don't know about anyone on the call, but, you know, how your relationship is with your father. But, you know, sometimes your relationship with your father can be a little um, like because you you have this you know, authoritative figure and, you know, it's almost a relationship where you don't feel comfortable sharing everything with your father, you know, but God wants to be our friend. You know, he wants us to develop a relationship where we can share everything with him. And so that's, um, that's, uh, that's where we fail. That's where we came short. You know, it's like we were doing it at the beginning and it's like our whole business plan was preface on that. Um, but then it was like, as we became laxed, we just were like, uh, oh, we got this. Like, you know, we don't, you know, we don't need to walk around the place and lay hands on it and pray and, you know, ask God. That's the way we were doing every single property we were getting up into then. And then it was just kind of like, I, I don't even know where we lost sight, but, you know, it's uh, amazing how, well, it's not amazing, but, you know, it's crazy how the enemy can just come in and just completely take you off path from what your initial goals were. And that's, you know, that's the way it was. It was like, you know, before we knew it, we were just making decisions on our own and doing things on our own and haphazardly, you know, everything clearly went south. Uh, anyone else have any comments or questions? Good morning. Yeah. Good morning. Hi, it's Dee Dee. I love you. Thank you. Hey, Dee Dee. Hey, sweetie pie. Thank you. Um, wow. Oh, when I tell you about the seeking God, and you know me, um, I've been retired. Thank you, Jesus, since 2015 at 47, which is like not the norm for most people. You know, being with AT&T for 30 years, it wasn't planned. But what I will say is that. Uh, just having God's wisdom and learning, well, I've learned now, especially that I think for the 30 years I was there, I really did uh, put everything into that company. So it was really my, I was using it as my source and not my resource. Oh, but let me tell you what I've learned. And when you were sharing about the real estate and all that stuff, um, the decisions, because at the last minute, we had to really make decisions how we were going to do it. You know, some people didn't get any of their stuff, their pension, because they didn't have enough time. You know, that I made it by the grace of God because I had the the time there and then the, the um, it has to equal 75, equal 77 for me. 
thank you, Jesus, for that. But what I'm saying is to have wisdom to know how to manage so that some people wanted the lump sum and no, even though it's my age, so it was a lot to seeking God and then taking people's advice. I had to learn you can't do that. You know what I'm saying? You have right. to seek God because some of those same people that were trying to give me advice as to what to do, they're not in the position I'm in. Not that my position is so great, but I'm okay if that makes sense to you. So, and what I've also learned is that we can't put all this trust in these corporations and these companies. So you work yourself to death, right? And then you retire for a year and you're dead. No, 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 no. You got to be wise. And another thing, be careful because I didn't know. I found out some things after that as far as your medical and all your, just know that you know. Make sure that your stuff is in order. That's all I'm saying. That That's how transparent you have to be with each other because in, in this day and age, everybody got to take care of each other. You know what I'm saying? So I thank you, Pamela, and I'm so grateful for you, and I love my nephew. So blessed to have beautiful people that pour into me. I love you. Thank you. Amen. I love you, too. Yeah, and what I didn't go on to share was, like, literally probably, like, six months after all of that happened, it's like I literally um, lost my job, too, um, due to health issues um, because of all the stress from, you know, everything that happened, you know, caused me to really have some major complications. I mean, I was having them prior, but um, everything kind of really went south with my health, and I ended up having to, you know, leave my job. So I was in a situation where it's kind of like, okay, do I pull out my retirement early? Do I do this? Do I do that? So I totally get what you're talking about. And, you know, people advise you on what to do. And sometimes that's not the best for you. And you definitely need God during those times to really seek you and to to seek him and to um, seek wise um, counsel from people who are going to direct you, you know, the best way to go. Um, because, yeah, it, it's just, like I said, everything just kind of, it was like a, um, you know, like the floodgates came open and it was like I was literally drowning in debt and, you know, now without a job. So it was just crazy. Um, is there anyone else who'd like to share? Okay, if not, um, good morning, this is Ruth. Hey, Ruth, how are you doing? I'm fine, I'm fine. Good. Just been listening, been listening for a while, and just want to say thank you for the declaration. Um, I've always second-guessed myself for a long time, and during this pandemic and working from home, um, um, I've sort of just sat back and listened a lot, and it's given me the chance to talk to God and, you know, and seek um, his, 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 his guidance and, you know, just ask him every morning, what would you like for me to do today? That's my daily question. Lord, what would you like for me to do today? Who would you like for me to bless? Um, I've been taking my tithes, and I've been blessing people directly. Um, because there's a lot of people, especially in the, I'm in the small business world, and a lot of people are not making it 
Um, I know it's good and bad times all at the same time. For a lot mm-hmm. of people right now, is, I thank God is good for me. Um, our business has been been almost doing better than before pandemic. Um, a lot of people at home, so they want their food delivered. They don't want to come out. There's some people that haven't been out since March. So we we just um, we have the honor of delivering their food to them from all over the city as far as Fremont. Um, so I'm grateful for that. But I've been really asking God to allow me to bless some people directly and just listening to him. And um, and I'm, I'm grateful for that. But wisdom, yes, we need wisdom because um, I, again, I used to second guess myself and I ask people, I would always have to get confirmation from somebody else on what I had to do with my life, my relationship, my finances, everything. So now I just, I, in the morning, especially now that it's just, me and Kyle, like our our eighteen year old, <laughs> she um she moved out. Like she said, Mom, you know I'm gonna be moving, and and um I said, Okay, at the end of the year, you gonna be moving at the end of the summer? She said, No, today. I was like, What? Oh wow! <laughs> and um I mean like we literally cried like for four days. Well, my husband cried for four days. I was I was it it I was panicking at first, but then it said well in my spirit that you know what. We've done a good job. You know, she said, Mom, I'm 49 minutes away. She had all this stuff planned, her whole apartment and everything. But you know what? God gave me peace and said she's going to be all right. So she's going to DVC and she just, you know, she got all her college and everything, financial aid. She did everything herself. She had all this stuff planned. But I say that to say that now it's just us. I can, um, all the kids are gone and gone. And so I get to just, um, just, spend more time with God at home and, and, um, and just listen. And so really quick, I want to say this. So um, God put one of my supervisors on my heart and um, I don't know why. I said, God, why am I thinking about my supervisor? So I called him up. I said, Hey, I want to just bless you. And do you know, he was almost in tears. He said, Ruth, you have no idea what I'm going through. I said, I don't know why, but I gotta be obedient. I don't know why you of all people, and, and, and he just, it was such a blessing. And, and I was just like, you know what? I'm glad I was. He said, Ruth, because he's a man of God too. So I'm glad that you were obedient. I'm really going through some stuff. And a lot of people are, they don't say nothing. People are going through things. So I continue to say, Lord, please give me wisdom. Give me knowledge. Give me what to do today. Like even this morning, I've already asked him, what would you like for me to do today? And about retirement, I was going to retire in March. I was at PERS in March on the first week. So um, the pandemic had just started. They were just, you know, little things was going on in the news. And then, bam, the world shut down in a week. And so um, God said, okay, you know, it's like, don't retire now. So I went, when we went to work, he said, oh, you know, you're going to be working from home. I was like, yes, okay, well, I know I can stay in there a little longer. I'm going to be working from home. So I'm glad that I got that, you know, that confirmation to, you know, not to retire at that time because now I'm here working from home. And I could, and, and they told me, you know, just stay a little longer, just stay till you're 55, you'll get a little bit more. So I think I can do this for one more year. I'll be 54 in November. So I thank God and I thank everyone was, that was doing the, the, um, the um, declarations on the quiet place. 
you know, because there is a quiet place, a real quiet place that we have to go to and speak to God because you really do hear from him. And so um, we just returned from Vegas really quick. And so I said, you know what? I prayed about it. I said, God, if it's your will, let this be done. And, you know, because I wanted to surprise my son from, um, he was, he was, they went to travel to Vegas last week and I hadn't seen him, my grandbaby, for two years. So, um, and you know, everything just went well. We got like a room free, um, what normally would be $700. The room was only $117. Kyle is an essential worker. We got a room night free. And then the, 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 everything just went well. And I was just, and the whole trip was just really nice. But uh, I would normally ask somebody, should I go? And, and should I do this? Should I do that? And I probably would have heard, no, don't go. You know, pandemic, coronavirus this and that. And I had to say, no, I have to go. I, again, I have to, I went, I sat at my desk, I prayed about it. And it was, you know, hopefully we'll be safe from here. We just got back last night, but I had to stop second guessing and I had to go to God first for wisdom. Thank you, sis. I love you. Yes. Amen. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing. It's so good to hear your sound, Ruth. Is there anyone you. else who'd like to share? Pam, can I add one more thing just to kind of yeah. fill off what I was saying? What and if we apply wisdom, God's wisdom, we can stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. I know what she's talking about because I got my job one week when right before the pandemic starts, and I have not wanted anything. Even though it's a part-time job, it's still he the benefits of um, the full-time. So if we if we ask him and sit still and and listen. We will see the salvation. So I'm, I'm high-fiving um, the young lady that just was talking because I know what you're talking about. And it's our duty to be able to share that with someone so they'll know. That's that's the testimony that someone needs to hear, that yes. salvation from the Lord will come if you seek him. Yes, yes. Amen. Is there anyone else who'd like to share? Or maybe you have a question or a comment. Okay, if not, um, Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. I want to say this because I posted on Facebook um, too. If there's anybody on the prayer line in need of anything or know anybody in need of anything, um, please ask Delicious. That's my company, Delicious Dishes. Ask me. We, um, we will, we're willing to help um, with whatever we can help with. I just want to put that out there. Thank you. Amen. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. And you have that in the um, Declare Victory room? So people know how to get a hold of you? Ruth? Um, no, I posted on Facebook. I can put that in there. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. It might be a good idea to put it in there. Okay. Thank you. Uh, 
is there anyone else who'd like to share anything before we wrap up this morning? If not, um, I want to thank you all for joining the call this morning. And I want to encourage you to seek wisdom, to get wisdom, um, and to, um, you know, make sure that um, we not get comfortable, um, you know, doing things on our own, but that we always seek God at every step of the way, that we always seek his wisdom. Um, Tonight, is there Marriage Matters tonight? Is Eric or Juju on? Yes, it is. Uh, marriage Matters is on tonight, uh, 6.30, 7.30. So, um, Amen. Come on, drop on in. Amen. So we want to encourage those who are married or um, married hopefuls uh, to please join that call tonight at 6.30 to 7.30. Uh, the same number that you called in today, this morning. Um, if there's no one else, um, I'd like to say uh, uh, have a blessed day, and uh, we look forward to seeing you or hearing your sound tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. Take care and God bless. Love you all the life. Thank you. God bless. Good day, everyone. Have a great day. Okay. Good day. Have a good day. Love you,